At the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-round campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. This week is the Fall Live Drive at Real Presence Radio. Call in Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time to support the mission of Real Presence Radio and keep Catholic Radio on the air. Our goal is to raise $600,000, which is the largest goal we've ever had. And with your support, we know we can do it. Our friendly volunteers will be standing by waiting for your call at 877-795-0122. Real Presence Radio invites you to experience the Eucharistic Miracles display at St. Michael's Church in Pine Island, Tuesday evening, September 17th. This Vatican-approved display will be traveling with us during our Fall Live Drive Tour. This special presentation will start at 7 p.m. and it'll all be on display until 8.30. There's no cost to attend, but will be a free will offering available. Check our website to see all the stops for this Eucharistic Miracles display and join us for our Fall Live Drive September 18th through the 20th. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live on the road from the Church of St. Joseph in Montevideo, Minnesota. Good morning, everybody. Steve Splonskowski here along with Brandon Clark. And we are with you live from St. Joseph's Church in Montevideo, Minnesota. And uh, we have a little little break here, a little uh, opportunity to just talk about things a little bit. And I kind of asked Father Timmerman to stay with us. Bonus because, round. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're, we're very focused on and, and we're very excited. You know, as Real Presence Radio, people think, oh, that's a great phrase. It means you're present ever. Well, sure, that's, that's a nice thought. Um, but it's really about the real presence, uh, the Eucharist, the source and summit, uh, the, the really the cornerstone of our Catholic faith, and that's why we're very excited to be able to bring this this uh, Eucharistic display with us on our live drive to tour with us. But since we have this opportunity, Father, I wanted to ask if maybe you would kind of explain to us the teachings of the Catholic Church on the Eucharist. Um, a lot of questions, you know, the Church says uh, the Eucharist is Christ is truly present in the Eucharist, yes. Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. But the Church says 
uh, that Christ is spiritually present in the Eucharist, the Church does not say that Christ is physically present in the Eucharist. Now, I know this is, these are fine distinctions, but I think it's important for us to understand this. So give us some yeah. kind of your wisdom on the teachings of the Church on the Eucharist. Yeah, so that it's a, you're exactly right. Where um, In the Eucharist, Jesus is uh, truly present, uh, but it's not that he's physically present. It's not like... Uh, um, when uh, the Eucharist becomes muscles and bones kind of thing. but it, um, And so there was in uh, church history where it was actually declared like a heresy like that, um, where some people are saying you can't chew the Eucharist because then you'll be chewing his, might be breaking his bones or uh, hurting his muscles, but that's actually a heresy. Um, we're not cannibalists. We're not, um, in that sense, we're, um, yeah, we're, we're not eating as cannibals uh, but Jesus is truly present it's the same Jesus who was born in the manger and who um, is in heaven so it's uh, Jesus um, the risen Jesus uh, and he's truly uh, spiritually present uh, there and uh, um, and it's completely Jesus we do have the Eucharistic miracles that happen uh, where you know like in Buenos Aires or, or um, Lanciano or Vieto they test part of the Eucharist um, where it's turned red and um, and atheists scientists doctors tell us how yeah this is from the heart of a, a man who was severely beaten with the white blood cells type AB blood but those are actually uh, those miracles are the exception like as far as um, at mass when we when we go to the uh, receive the Eucharist, um, we're not chewing mus heart muscle or or receiving uh, that, but rather, but it is truly Jesus. Jesus is truly completely present um, in in the Eucharist, but in a spiritual way, not in a, in a physical way. And it's kind of where we the church teaches transubstantiation, which means that the 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 sub substantial part of of the Eucharist, the essence is changed, but yes. not the physical. So we still have the accidents, which are are bread yeah. and wine. So they still look like bread and wine, which is the accidents. That's the physical yes. appearance of it. But the substance, the essence, is changed into Christ's body and blood. Exactly. Yeah. When I um, uh, first communion practice, and um, the night before the kids receive their first communion, we have them try the the wine and the and the bread, and we explain to them, okay, tomorrow it'll still smell this way. The wine's gonna smell. It's gonna taste this way. It's gonna taste like wine. But it'll be uh, completely different. It'll actually be Jesus. The essence of it has changed, and uh, it will not be wine, and it will not be bread. And so, um, yeah. So the accidents are still the same. The the uh, the taste, the uh, and the looks, the smell. Uh, but the essence, the substance of it will have changed. Absolutely. So we just wanted to kind of, obviously there's a lot more we can talk. We can have a whole hour show on this, so we could talk weeks on it. But uh, just talking about the Eucharist, because it is the source and summit of our Catholic faith. Yeah. And so, Father, thank you for, yeah. for helping us with that. We're going to uh, jump to a break here and come back on the other side. This is Real Presence Live. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live on the road to come from the Church of St. Joseph in Montevideo, Minnesota on the Real Presence Radio Network. This week is the Fall Live Drive at Real Presence Radio. Call in Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time 
to support the mission of Real Presence Radio and keep Catholic Radio on the air. Our goal is to raise $600,000, which is the largest goal we've ever had. And with your support, we know we can do it. Our friendly volunteers will be standing by waiting for your call at 877-795-0122. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hey everyone, Steve Splonskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network. Our fall live drive will be Wednesday, September 18th through Friday the 20th. And if you're in the Bemidji area on the 19th, we're bringing our live drive tailgate party to St. Philip's Church. What's that mean? From 1230 to 230, you can stop by and have lunch on us. Enjoy brats, chips, and pop while listening to the live broadcast. It's our live drive tailgate party at St. Philip's Church in Bemidji, Thursday, September 19th from 1230 to 230. See you there. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Sorry, we moved into the church here, and uh, Brandon's up front singing, so I'm going to host by myself for a little while. Um, he sounds pretty good, doesn't he? Okay. Yes, I do. Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Did you see that? He like he like sang and talked at the same time. Crazy stuff. No, okay, I'm joking. Um, we're coming back to you live from Montevideo, Minnesota, and now this hour we're going to turn to a conversation um, about the Eucharist um, again. And in really some personal experiences with the Eucharist, Dave Swenson. Good morning. How are you today? Real well. Thanks for being with us. Uh, well, as a predecessory to uh, some other comments and uh, uh, coming up with uh, somewhat uh, a uh, what would you say uh, link to Father Paul's. Uh, I taught confirmation for seventeen years and. Uh, back in those days, we would have uh, at least two classes, and we'd have 12, 13, 14 kids in each side, and our son uh, was in the other class uh, by choice, his and mine both. But uh, one night when uh, we got done with uh, religious ed, he said that, uh, Dad, Dad, 
Dad, we got to talk about this thing called transubstantiation. We studied that tonight in class and stuff. And so we went home and we dug out the, the Bible and the, the various things that I knew that could uh, substantiate this and stuff. And for 45 minutes, I, I don't think I've ever seen him so live and just really wired uh, <laughs> about learning something about a topic and that was transubstantiation and it basically came down to as the priest blesses this and Jesus actually becomes part of our mass experience he has taken body and blood uh, of his own and uh, has turned the, the bread and wine into that so that you can receive him and really be uh, affected or you could almost say infected yeah, by yeah. by uh, Jesus' real presence to you every time you do that. And that's one of the reasons, Dave, we have you on this morning. So this is our Encountering Christ's Real Presence segment. It's where we intentionally focus and highlight the real presence of Jesus through teaching and personal testimonies of how he has impacted us, as you were just talking about. And so... I want to talk about the the impact of the Eucharist on your own life, but I I want to start and and set the stage a little bit and talk about uh, you. And you're a person who has gone through a lot of suffering and and pain in your life. Can can you tell us a little bit about that, Dave? Well, I uh, wrote up a whole litany of things here that... I would call them the other incidents leading to my faith. At 16 years of age, I was in a bad gasoline fire. Both my hands and uh, my face were really seriously impacted by this. I was out of school for many weeks, and I didn't even care to return to school, to tell you the truth. Uh, I made it through the junior year. I had a really good experience over the summer and into my senior year I just took off like a rocket sled on rails. I uh, uh, went to uh, uh, a whole different mode of thinking than my uh, pity pat uh, or what would you say pity pot. So that was the first real challenge in my life and uh, I I started getting God at that point. At about 22 years of age, uh, I was involved in a truck accident with three broken vertebrae, and it took uh, extensive surgery, two surgeons working on me for eight and a half hours each, and it took six and a half years to recover from having a broken back and not being sure whether I was going to be a paraplegic or not, and believe me, I bargained with God about the business. I don't want to be in a wheelchair, do whatever it takes, and I will do what it takes to to get this on. Uh, I had carpal tunnel surgery on both hands, gallbladder surgery. Uh, I fell with a running chainsaw in my hand, uh, fell and broke my left kneecap. Uh, vertically, thank God, so that it didn't go migrating up and down, and that turned out all right. In 1997, I was in a truck wreck that I should have died in, and uh, (laughs) kind of a humorous thing. Um, I was in the hospital uh, receiving the last rites. Father Jerry Paulson came down from Montevideo to 
to see me in the hospital in Granite Falls, and he's giving me the last rites. And the highway patrolman comes whipping through the door on the room and that sort of thing. He comes over and jerks my uh, hospital gown open, and he says, well, I can't give you a ticket today. You had your seat belt on. I, I'm burned. Mm. I mean, wow. deep burns from the... Uh, safety belt and that sort of thing <laughs> father Jim, i don't know what just happened here <laughs> <laughs> so we got through that i i didn't die in 2006 i had both hips replaced and interesting surgeries to say the least but every time you learn something about yourself and your health and how finite it really is uh, it's very precious 2007 i had prostate surgery and that went okay 2008 i was diagnosed with a di as a diabetic i came in on J july 13 2008 uh, to see a physician and i had a blood sugar over 800 mm. wow. you're supposed to be dead and he said so mm. you should be dead right now I'm not. Uh, 2011, I had a, hist a surgery for histoplasmosis. I had uh, pneumonia in uh, January, June, uh, April, and June, July. Sorry, and uh, we, we couldn't get to the bottom of it. But the surgeon or the doctor that was attending me at that time, we had to have. Uh, x-rays each time so January, April and July he says there's a mass down there and I don't know what it is and I said it's not cancer how do you know that I said I am talking to the Lord right now <laughs> <laughs> they went in and they took it out surgically and that sort of thing it was histoplasmosis which is bird manure breakup disease <laughs> basically not cancer uh, 2014 I had my left knee replaced with a long recovery 2018 I had my right knee replaced and that went better but not real good at first uh, to top this all off in 1997 so regressing a few years our home was destroyed we had a huge debt and we asked for a miracle to be able to redeem our home and pay off our debt God answered with a plan and a means to do this. My wife was in the middle of her master's degree program, and she wasn't sure that that was going to work, but I, I said if we live through this, uh, we're going to make it work. And seven and a half years ago, we paid off $423,000 and interest mm -hmm. in debt. We paid it all off, dime by dime. Okay. Then it gets to be the, the real. <laughs> I'm gonna pause. Sure, I'm gonna sure. pause you right there and, mm -hmm. and just uh, update listeners. If you're just tuning in, this is Real Presence Live on the road from St. Joseph Catholic Church in Montevideo this morning. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Clark, joined by Steve Swanskowski. and we're visiting with Dave Swenson in our Encountering Christ Real Presence segment. So, if you if you just tuned in, caught part of that, we, we're talking about just 
some of the painful experiences and, and uh, just really a laundry list of things, of surgeries, of, of difficulties that, that Dave has gone through uh, so far through, throughout his life. Um, it's going to take a turn here a little bit. And uh, within the past year, something incredible has happened. So we've been talking about this, this pain and the struggles and everything that you've been living with. Uh, but something incredible has happened. What, what is that, Dave? Well, uh, as I said, uh, in uh, the early year of 2018, I had my uh, right knee replaced. And uh, the... Um, recovery was not quick nor uh, what would I expect it let's put it that way I was having a lot of pain I mean six seven eight pretty constantly and try and figure out how to how to manage that and uh, such uh, kept going to communion and that sort of thing and on the uh, uh, morning of February 18, 2018, I went to communion and my pain completely disappeared as I received. Just gone. Gone. It only lasted for about a half hour as I recall that particular day, but uh, it, it was gone. And uh, now that's happened 61 times as of 9:15, just two days ago it happened for the 61st time that at communion uh, my pain completely goes away for half hour to 45 minutes and it does come back um, the sciatic pain which invaded my body about two days before that first miracle was enough to just drive you crazy it it was uh, uh, overwhelming let's put it that way I'd say a seven or an eight uh, pain level and that means you're almost out of your mind to tell you the truth the uh, um, uh, the hips and the knees and that sort of thing just wouldn't settle in and uh, now after uh, 61 times going to communion the pain has disappeared completely and uh, it it just sweeps off like an ocean wave uh, going off of the shore and then when it comes back it comes on gently wow. and that sort of thing so what's the, what's the is there a warm feeling or a burning thing or what's the sensation when you receive the Eucharist Dave for for the most part when the elevation and uh, the uh, raising the chalice and the host uh, it, many times it feels kind of like a warm sensation in the knees and the hips and it's just kind of like I'm free hmm. and it can cast away by the time I receive uh, I, I feel like I'm kind of a glow. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I can walk back from uh, communion to the uh, the seat and that sort of thing, and just 
gently uh, uh, over 19 months this happening 61 times and you kind of ask yourself why in the world doesn't go away and stay away mm-hmm. well then I probably wouldn't be talking about it on a regular basis would I so I feel like I'm empowering other people by talking about this the Holy Spirit is really at work and I, I can't explain why it doesn't go away permanently other than the fact that I talk about it and I'm not afraid to evangelize in the prime about the power of the Holy Spirit working through the Eucharist. So in that moment, Dave, when you receive the Eucharist and, and that you have that, that warm feeling of like kind of the, the, the wave of the ocean of pain kind of moves out with the tide, um, and obviously in that moment, you're you're really close to Christ. Obviously, he's within you in the Eucharist, but he's he's more present to you in that moment probably than any other point of the week. What is your conversation with him like at that moment, at that during that time? Is there something, have you had any special conversations with the Lord during those those moments? Anything that he has shared with you or Thank you. inspired you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's so overwhelming, it's hard to put into words. But it's kind of like, man, this is happening. This is real, and and I am a recipient. You said that uh, you you share this story, and, and I'm just sitting here. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know what to say because it's uh, it's quite it's quite an amazing thing what you're telling us, and the fact that it's happened 61 times. You know, what, what's the reaction of others as you talk to them and and you share this experience with them? Well, depends on if they're a uh, Christian believer in the church. They're they're overwhelmed too that this is actually happening. What is really crazy is you get the opposite end of the spectrum. You talk to the doctors and and stuff. My regular physician, the person that did the surgery and that sort of thing, and it's kind of like a bunch of hocus pocus, mm-hmm. you know. And you feel sorry for them that they can't believe that this is actually going on on a on a regular basis and a profound stale. Yeah, you know. It's just uh, beyond my thought process that they cannot get it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We have just a minute left here. For those listening right now to this story of yours, um, and as we've been, we kind of have this theme of, of Eucharist, right, throughout our show. In, in your personal experience, what would you say to those listening about the power of the Eucharist and what we have in this gift of the Eucharist as Catholics? Well, right now it's what's sustaining me. Uh, I have enough pain and whatnot, and I feel very privileged to be visited by the Holy Spirit in such a powerful way. I I will continue to talk about it and uh, try and infect uh, those who will listen. Hmm. That's beautiful. Well, thank you, Dave, for your... your, just your witness to the Eucharist, uh, and then also, you know, that that pain that you experience. I, I assume that oftentimes you're offering that um, for others for their their lack of faith and to mm-hmm. Christ for the for the uh, souls in purgatory. And 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 I know Pope John Paul II talked many times about how don't ever waste a minute of of, of suffering, which I'm terrible at. I I waste it all the time. But <laughs> that 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 the the salvation we can bring to others through uh, you know. Um, 
sharing that and and embracing that for others is is beautiful so thank you for saying yes to that um and for uh, being a witness to the eucharist we appreciate well, thank that. you for the opportunity to be here all right, we do have to head to our next break here on Real Presence Live as we continue from St. Joseph's Church in Montevideo. Up next, we're going to talk about finding freedom from the slavery of sin. How can we do that, and uh, is there a special way to do that? Is there some, some steps we can follow? That's what we'll find out as we visit with Neil Lozano, the executive director of a special ministry called Unbound. He's next. And we'll hear his story on the other side of this break as Real Presence Live continues. Stay with us. Local, engaging, and on the road, live from the Church of St. Joseph in Montevideo, Minnesota. That's Real Presence Live on the road on the Real Presence Radio Network. At the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-round campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Hey everyone, Steve Splonskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network. Our Fall Live Drive will be Wednesday, September 18th through Friday the 20th. And if you're in the Duluth area on the 20th, we're bringing our Live Drive tailgate party to the cathedral. What's that mean? Well, from 5 to 7 p.m., you can stop by and have supper on us. Enjoy brats, chips, and pop while listening to the live broadcast. It's our Live Drive tailgate party at the cathedral in Duluth, Friday, September 20th from 5 to 7 p.m. See you there. This week is the Fall Live Drive at Real Presence Radio. Call in Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time to support the mission of Real Presence Radio and keep Catholic Radio on the air. Our goal is to raise $600,000, which is the largest goal we've ever had. And with your support, we know we can do it. Our friendly volunteers will be standing by waiting for your call at 877-795-0122. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. This is Real Presence Live on the road, where once a month we bring the show to your community. If you're nearby this morning, stop by to say hello at the Church of St. Joseph in Montevideo, Minnesota. Now, back to more great stories from the local people you know and love. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here from St. Joseph Catholic Church in Montevideo. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Steve Splonskowski. And we are just having a wonderful time. Gosh, Steve, it's 10.30 already. That means an hour and a half of our show is already gone. I could have talked on those other topics for about two hours apiece, Brandon. This is just uh, amazing (laughs) topics. Obviously, focusing on the Eucharist is such a gift. And then our last story with Dave Swenson just... (laughs) I mean, it's just just amazing. Like, the... how you cannot believe in in the power of the Eucharist after hearing stories like Dave's, after seeing stuff like the Eucharistic miracles is just it's beyond me. Um, and uh, those people just really need 
really need prayer so that they have a, a real deep personal encounter with Jesus. Yeah, I think when the Lord steps close, uh, everything comes into focus and we understand. And there's a peace and a joy that comes with that, even when the pain is still there. I think we could tell with Dave, he, the, the pain went away for about, what do you say, about 30 minutes and then or 60 minutes and then came back. But he was okay with that. And yeah. there's something about that where when Christ steps in and he explains and shows us what he's doing, okay, then we're okay with that. Yeah. Um, and he really, uh, that, that's just beautiful. I, I love how the Lord does that for us. Um, and he does want to if we're just willing to let him step close. Right. Well, and Dave said if his pain didn't come back, he wouldn't be sitting here this morning. He wouldn't be able to talk about it because it's 61 times he's experienced this. So I do want to just give a shout-out quick to St. Anthony's Church in Ely. They have a parish breakfast coming up on Sunday the 22nd after the 10 a.m. Mass. French toast bakes. We've got sausage, scrambled eggs, cottage cheese, fruit, you name it, it's going to be a delicious breakfast, and uh, it's a free will offering to help support Real Presence Radio uh, on the 106.7 FM listening area there in Babbitt and Ely and Virginia and Eveleth and Tower, uh, many of those locations. So if you have a chance to swing by St. Anthony's Church on Sunday after the 10 a.m. Mass, there's a parish breakfast to help support Real Presence Radio. And of course, we do have our fall live drive coming up this week, Wednesday through Friday, which we'll talk more about at the end of the show. But we do have our next guest on the line as well, Steve. All right. Neil Lozano is going to join us this hour. Neil, how are you this morning? I'm doing really well. Sounds like you guys really like your job. (laughs) (laughs) It's a blast, Neil. Well, it's a... Every day is is a new day and a new challenge, but also a new grace, and so we embrace that. and And the Lord uh, gives us the direction, I think, and uh, so uh, that that's that's grace uh, grace working in our lives. So, and grace is working in your life too, Neil. You're the executive director of Unbound Ministry, the Unbound Ministry efforts. Talk to us a little bit about that. What's uh, what's what's the Unbound Ministry? Well, uh, let's see, 2003, I wrote a book called uh, Unbound, The Practical Guide to Deliverance, and it uh, has been selling as much every year since, because uh, people are experiencing great freedom just by reading and going through the prayers at the end of the chapters. And so we've had the privilege of taking this uh, message. It's developed into a conference. And we've taken this message in a conference to many, many different countries throughout the world. We see, see uh, people, uh, we get to minister to people and hear, hear their stories, hear the uh, incredible pain and uh, sorrow that they've been through, and, and see the Lord's mercy uh, come and set them free. So let's talk a little bit about if, if it unbound means to be freed and you're talking about freedom, there must be a kind of a, a, a slavery or a, 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 a basically a bound, being bound to sin or bad habits or that sort of thing. Um, the people that you're helping, what, what's this, uh, you know, what are some of the stories of, of people's lives that have been changed by this unbound ministry and, and this freedom that they're uh, experiencing? Well, the... Um you know, so let me just start with, you know, John eight thirty four. it says, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. And so anytime we're, we're bound to sinful habits or things that repeat in our life, there's an element of slavery to it. And it goes on to talk about, you know, uh, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So the real transition that needs to take place is that from a 
being a, having a slave mentality, which comes uh, just by living apart from God and not knowing what it means to be a child of the Father. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's this transition uh, from from a place of being in bondage or slavery to a place of really knowing that you're a child of God. So we see people set free from years of pornography, uh, anger, rage, areas of violence, self-hatred, self-rejection, lust, uh, you, know, you name it. Uh, People, people need, people are carrying so much around in their hearts. And it's not always an issue of uh, overt sin that they would even think of bringing to confession. But a lot of times it's just simply the lies that they have believed from the enemy. You know, Jesus tells us that the devil is a father of lies. And so many times people uh, pick up lies uh, just based on being separated from God. And so it's lies about God, it's lies about themselves, it's lies about others. And these lies can can have a deep, uh, a deep uh, can hold people into a deep bondage. Yeah. You know, so, so someone might might be told, as a child, you know, you're uh, you're never going to amount to anything. And mm-hmm. um, and they grow up, they become they're following their faith, and they know that's not true. But in the back of their mind, they're just always living out this this effort to overcome this lie that they've swallowed. And, and so many times, this, I mean, I should say it this way, the Lord wants to set us free from those foundational lies and from all the lies that we pick up almost every day as yeah. we're you know, living our lives in this world. We're visiting here with Neil Lozano this morning, Executive Director of Unbound Ministry Efforts, and we're talking about this idea of slavery to sin and bad habits. You know, when these these habitual things, they keep coming around, whether it's a sin or a bad habit, it, it can be tough. One, one can wonder, you know, if they're going back, if it's a sin, if they're going back to confession for the same thing over and over and over again, you know, it can, it can get a little depressing, it can get a little you know, uh, hopeless, wondering if there's ever a way out. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Um, you know, a story came to my mind. Uh, this priest, we, we were giving a priest retreat, and, and this priest stood up and he told this story. He said this, this man had been coming to confession uh, every two weeks for the same sexual sin. And uh, he had been reading my book, Unbound, The Practical Guide to Deliverance, and... Uh, and he said, I think I'm just going to give it a shot. And so in the book and in our conferences, we teach about five keys, and one of those keys is renunciation. So he took him through those five keys. He had him renounce, not only confess the sin, but take responsibility and renounce it in the name of Jesus. And so he said, you know, the man didn't come back for two weeks later. He didn't come back for a month. He didn't come back for for uh, two months, and he was really worried that he, he may have done something wrong. And and the, the guy came up to him and said, uh, about two months later, he said, Father, Father, I want you to know that I haven't had an impure thought for, hmm. for two months now. And uh, the priest said in front of the other priest, he said, Holy moly, I'm going to use this on myself. <laughs> 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 so, 
it's it's kind of like um, sometimes we just don't know how to tap into the power that Jesus has given us, and uh, because He's present, He's always present to save us, yeah. and He wants us to know how to respond to His saving power, so we can live in the freedom of the children of God. I think it's a amazing point you bring up there. Is that you know it. it, it a lot of this stuff is very basic. Um, yes. It's very simple. We we make it very complex because of the struggle we're going through, and we think there's I could just never I can never overcome this struggle. Um, and it's it's basically as simple as saying, you know, uh, I renounce this in the name of Jesus, and you hand it over to Jesus because He's the only one who can take it um, and heal it. And once we stop thinking that we can heal ourselves, it makes a pretty big difference, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Some people fall into the trap of of just trying to heal themselves and to make themselves better and outside of their relationship with Jesus and and it's it's a downward spiral. You start looking inside and looking at what's wrong and it's it's pretty dark in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. We need to know how to respond to Him and we need to know how to share our story with other people and to find other people we can share it with that can actually accompany us and walk with us, uh, you know, through the uh, provision that the Lord has made for us. And we have the wonderful gift of this of sacramental confession, but we all need to be evangelized. And, uh, you know, as a way of preparing for the sacrament and living our life for Him. Yeah, no. Uh, we just have about a minute left here, Neil, so I want to get into the event coming up, the Unbound Freedom in Christ Conference, which is coming up on September 27th through the 28th, so that's next week. Can you tell us a little bit about what people will experience and, and why this is something they should make time to come to? Well, they'll experience the teachings and uh, uh, basic teachings on repentance and faith, forgiveness, renunciation, authority, and the Father's blessing, and they'll experience that in a very simple and powerful way. Uh, many people experience their eyes being open to what they've known all their lives, but being able to see the truth in a different way. And they will be times for prayer and ministry to help people to, uh, to make a response. And then we'll be training teams at the conference so that people that come to the conference can get more ministry after the conference. Excellent. Well, thank you, Neil, for being with us. Again, that's the Freedom in Christ Conference with Neil Lozano, September 27th to 28th at St. John the Vianney Catholic Church in Fairmont, Minnesota. For more information, you can visit heartsofthefather.com or you can register at dowr.org forward slash unbound. Neil, thank you for your service, uh, um, for your work for the un- with the Unbound, and uh, may that conference on the September 27th and 28th be a great blessing to many. May the Lord bless your ministry. Amen. Thank you. you. All right, folks, we've got to take a break. But on the other side of the break, we're going to visit with Peggy Schoenfuss talking about the beauty of service. This is Steve Splonskowski along with Brandon Clark. We're Real Presence Live on the Road. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live on the road to come from the Church of St. Joseph in Montevideo, Minnesota on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Real Presence Radio invites you to experience the Eucharistic Miracles Display at St. Martin's Church in Tower, Thursday evening, September 19th. This Vatican-approved display will be traveling with us during our Fall Live Drive Tour. A special presentation will start at 6.30 p.m., and it will all be on display until 8.30. There's no cost to attend, but there will be a free will offering available. Check our website to see all the stops for this Eucharistic Miracles Display, and join us for our Fall Live Drive, September 18th through the 20th. This week is the Fall Live Drive at Real Presence Radio. Call in Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time to support the mission of Real Presence Radio and keep Catholic Radio on the air. Our goal is to raise $600,000, which is the largest goal we've ever had. And with your support, we know we can do it. Our friendly volunteers will be standing by waiting for your call at 877-795-0122. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live on the road from the Church of St. Joseph in Montevideo, Minnesota. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. As Bob, the voice that you just heard said, we are broadcasting this morning on the road from St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Montevideo, Minnesota. It's been a beautiful morning, and we are so excited to be here. We've had some great stories, and uh, now we're going to take a little trip uh, north, and we're going to head to the Diocese of Superior, where we're going to talk about a special gift that uh, they're receiving here. So to help us explain what's happening there, we have Peggy. Help me with your last name, Peggy, if you could. Shane Foos. Shane Foos on the line. So Peggy Shane Foos on the line from the Diocese Superior. Uh, Peggy, before we get too much into it, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I am the Director of Catholic Formation for the Diocese, so I oversee faith formation from birth to death um, across our diocese, and plus I'm superintendent of school. Excellent, excellent. So there's some excitement coming up for the diocese, particularly for the Hispanic community, isn't that right? Yes. Tell us Um, a little bit about that. We um, received a grant through Catholic Extension um, to bring um, sisters to the U.S.-Latin American Exchange from Mexico City up to our diocese for the next five years. And so they'll be starting here in our diocese actually next week. So we're um, excited to have the three sisters from Mexico City coming and spending time with us and helping us evangelize. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, how did this opportunity even come about? Um, Steve Tarnowski from our development office had heard about this 
program through Catholic Extension, and um, for the last two years, we've been talking about what we can do to help our Hispanic uh, friends and neighbors. And so we investigated this opportunity, and we actually talked with Bismarck um, and talked about how they used this program and what we could do, you know, similar to what they were doing. Yeah, I, I want to go back to the Bismarck Diocese in a moment, but can you just tell us a little bit about your, your Hispanic community? Is it one that's uh, that's growing, that's vibrant? What's, what's it like? Well, we are actually in a place where we don't know what it's like. We have some okay. pockets of parishes that do have opportunities for the Hispanic communities, but not a lot. So we want to grow that, and we want to be able to reach out to them and support them in what their, all their needs are, um, both faith and in culture. So this is an opportunity to kind of find out with the sisters out there. They're actually going to be able to connect on the street um, yes. with your Hispanic population and kind of give you a sense of, of what the um, what their needs are, I suppose, huh? Yes, yes, absolutely. I remember some of the stories we actually visited with some of the sisters who were up in the Williston area, and, and they went and did ministry in, in Walmart. I mean, they stood yeah. at Walmart and Readers. handed out flyers for Mass, <laughs> um, and they were just, just such joyful, joyful sisters. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we're very excited for you. <laughs> we're very excited <laughs> for you. Um, and I'm sure you're excited for yourselves, but what a great opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So now, are, are these the exact same sisters that were in the Bismarck Diocese? or No, these are different. It's the same program, but these are different sisters. Okay. We were paired up with an uh, um, order in Mexico City that kind of meets the same needs that we have. Uh, what's different about our program than what Bismarck had is we have four parish clusters, which is about 17 parishes that they're going to minister to. Um, and so hopefully we won't spread them too thin, but they'll be able to reach out to the Hispanic communities and help us build leaders within those communities. Yeah. And, and how long does this program go? I suppose you have the, the sisters for a limited amount of time, or, or how, yep. how does that, what's that we, ha- like? we have them. We have them for five years. So they'll be here starting next week. They'll be here for about 10 days for an orientation, and then they'll be going to San Antonio for a bigger orientation. And then in December, they'll be back. Um, and then here for five years. So what specifically are they going to be doing in their work with the Hispanic community? Our first goal for the first year is for them to just simply evangelize, get to know the people who's out there, find out what their needs are. Um, and then from there, we'll determine after we know what their needs are, what the sisters will actually be doing, if it'll be catechesis or some other social advocacy for them. Wonderful. So this, uh, when do they come to the area again? You just said that the, they have a process. Is there a date where they arrive? Or Yep, they'll be here next Tuesday. They'll be mm. flying in, uh, and then we'll orientate them here. Um, and then they'll be in San Antonio for about nine weeks for some cultural integration. Hmm. Oh, okay. And what, what does that look like? Is that is that to learn more English or? Yep, they're going to be learning English. Um, you know, what is the culture like here compared to Mexico City? Um, they'll also be, while they're here for the five years, they'll be taking courses to get a degree in some type of religious studies. So they'll be taking two courses while they're down in San Antonio. Okay. Now, now, you talked about a lot of excitement in the Diocese Superior. How about the excitement among the Hispanic community for these three sisters to come in? Um, the parishes that have started to spread the word, they're very excited. A um, couple of the sisters came up to visit in June, and um, the communities came out and welcomed them. So 
everybody is getting very excited about this. So is there a, will the sisters actually have a house that they stay at uh, in a specific area for community or are they, they, are they spread out all the time? No, they'll be living together in community in one of our rectories, um, in one of our parishes, kind of centrally located so that they can get to all the other communities easily. Okay, excellent. And I know you said there was a number of parishes that said there's, are there four parish clusters that they'll be working with? You said? We have four clusters. There's about 17 parishes. Um, all four of these clusters have recognized that they have a need for the Hispanic community, and they also have some active Hispanics already, and so we hope to really grow that and, and help them celebrate their culture. So will these sisters be allowed to sleep and eat, or are they just going to be busy all the time? <laughs> <laughs> we, we hope to give them time to sleep and eat, but... Um, <laughs> They'll be busy. We don't want to wear them out, but uh, they'll be busy. Well, I'm sure they have so much energy for this work um, that that there is, as Christ would say, he has other food that that of what we do not know, that they have that too. But, of course, obviously they do need that rest. So Right, right. <laughs> and I think that's one of the beautiful things. Sorry, uh, I was just going to say one of the beautiful things in, in visiting with the sisters who were in Williston, you know, they just have so much joy. They're just, just they're just full of the Holy Spirit and, and that's that becomes contagious. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're beautiful women. Um, they're from the missionaries, Eucharistic missionary sisters of St. Therese and their uh, apostolate is to evangelize um, and pastoral ministry. So we're really excited. They're really going to fit in with our diocese. So. Well, Peggy, thanks so much for uh, for being on the air with us this morning. We're excited that you guys are excited to uh, to receive this, this gift, these sisters coming in next week and then being there five years. I, I can imagine only great things are going to happen. Yep, we're excited. Well, we look forward to uh, more conversations, Peggy, about this, the uh, work that the sisters are doing there in Superior. So uh, we'll be reaching out to you more, um, and maybe we'll get the opportunity to visit with a few of them, too, down the road. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Peggy. God bless you. God bless you. Well, Steve, we're at the end of the show. Yeah, what a, what a show. <laughs> um, it's been a great uh, great time here in uh, Montevideo, and actually yeah. my, um, my wife is originally from Montevideo. That's where she was raised, and uh, so we've uh, been, yesterday we got here a little early and walked around town, and, and uh, it's, uh, walked through some of her old, old digs and had some pizza downtown. Yeah. Uh, very, very friendly, uh, welcoming area. Uh, we were commenting how as we walked down the street, everybody waved. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when you get out. Um, in these communities, um, and there is a sense of of joy and and, and friendliness and and welcome, and so we thank you uh, all you folks here in, in Montevideo area um, for welcoming us and, and allowing us to be with you. Uh, exciting news coming to the area soon. We've been working on a power upgrade here for the signal that uh, uh, we've been fundraising for the last year, and I I just got word from my my engineer that all the equipment has finally arrived for that upgrade. We uh, started working on it back in June and uh, that inf- that uh, equipment has finally arrived so we'll be starting the process of building that out here so uh, please pray for us that that, that process goes well and uh, once that uh, build out happens uh, the signal here 89.5 in Montevideo is at 500 watts it'll be at 25,000 watts um, and so there'll be a pretty good increase in the coverage and the quality of that signal so pray for us we'll keep you posted on that process um, and uh, as we go along here, we'll have to build it up, get it on the air. Then we have to shut it down for a little bit for the FCC to uh, look at some of the tests that we came back with. And then we'll get to be back on the air. But we'll keep you posted 
on uh, what that looks like. So uh, thank you for that and for allowing us to be here with you. Yeah, absolutely. And just a reminder that our fall live drive is this week, Wednesday through Friday. We'll be on the air from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time, traveling all across the listening area. We will be traveling throughout Minnesota. So we'll be in uh, Pine Island, Minnesota on the AM 970 listening signal. We'll be in Bemidji, Minnesota on the AM 820. We'll be in Tower, which is 106.7. And then we'll end end the drive in Duluth 88.1 and all throughout Man, the that's day, just, that, that's, just, that's just us. That's We've just got. Brandon and, and Tom Price and I, but we'll be shooting across Sioux the Falls, whole network. Bismarck, Rapid City, you name it, we're yep. going to be there. So uh, tune in. We, we like to call it our family reunion. It's yep. it's such a good time hearing stories of how Catholic Radio has impacted you. And obviously, it's the work of the Holy Spirit, right? It's the Lord's work. It's the Lord's network. And so we do what we can to uh, to keep it on the air and and uh, continue to spread the gospel message. Absolutely. So uh, tune in this week. If you, Again, especially if you haven't ever donated to Real Presence Radio, call in. That, that number is going to be given to you over the next three days, so I won't give it to you now because you don't need to call in yet. But tomorrow, starting tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., you'll want to call in. So let's throw it back to Eli waiting for us on the other end of these microphones. Eli, what do we have coming up? For our uh, next, well, this is going to be next week, right? Right, yeah. Thanks, Steve. So, like you said, you know, of course, uh, Wednesday through Friday this week is, is our fall live drive. So, we'll be on the air live and local from uh, all around the listening area from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. those uh, those three days. And, of course, that sort of preempts our Real Presence Live. But don't worry because it comes back on Monday the 23rd. Uh, Tim Mosier will be hosting live from CHI Riverview in Fargo. We'll be having a lot of great conversations about uh, really the dignity of life and and end-of-life type things and, and the, the great ways that we can support those uh, the elderly in our communities. We'll have straight talk with Father Karnick. All sorts of great stuff coming up on uh, on our Monday show of Real Presence Live. That's Monday the, the 23rd, 9 a.m. Central uh, until 11 a.m. Central right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Steve? Thanks, Eli. And I know we want to remind you that uh, as we travel on this live drive, we have these Eucharistic display coming along with us. Brandon, where can, uh, where can people see these uh, Eucharistic miracles? Yeah, so tonight, actually, we will be in Pine Island at the Church of St. Michael with Father Randall Kazel. That presentation is going to be at 7 with viewing until 8.30. Then Wednesday night, if you're in the Bemidji listening area, we'll be at St. Philip's Church. And uh, that presentation is at 6.30 with viewing again until 8.30. And then on Thursday evening, if you're in the Iron Range, be sure to stop by Tower at St. Martin's Catholic Church. And uh, the presentation there will be at 6.30 with viewing until 8.30. Again, you know, we got to experience this for the first time last night or, or i did anyway and it's just it's it's just unbelievable and and they're not stories this is real these are real events and they've been documented by the vatican this is a vatican approved eucharistic miracles display steve and it's a sight to see yeah it was great i was walking through with my family reading a bunch of the the banners and it was just uh, inspiring so folks we hope to see you there we hope you to stop by um on our on the road uh, tailgate parties because as we as Brandon and I are yes. on the road we're going to invite you to come down and have lunch with us so we're going to be cooking up some brats the next three days as well on location in these locations that Brandon just mentioned uh, we'll be there so stop and say hi 
and uh, we're there for you, and uh, we hope that you'll be there for us. Yeah, the first one, St. Michael's Church in Pine Island on Wednesday from 12.30 to 2.30. On Thursday, 12.30 to 2.30 in Bemidji, and then in Duluth on Friday from 5 to 7. So we'll see you in uh, just a day or so as we come back on the air with the Fall Live Drive. Until then, keep it right here for more great programming. This has been Real Presence Live on the Road from the Church of St. Joseph in Montevideo, Minnesota on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Local, engaging, and live from your local community on the Real Presence radio network.